welcome to the podcast. I'm here with my friend, Sabrina. Hello. And I'm Tuna. And this show is going to basically be us watching Sailor Moon, the, what is the dub? The English dub. Yep, on Hulu. And we're not watching the original 90s English dub. We're just watching what is available on Hulu, which is the new dub. So I have never seen the new English dub, but I have seen Sailor Moon many times before and read it. Whereas you, Tuna, have... I have not seen Sailor Moon since I was really young. I I really liked Sailor Moon, and then I remember going to school after watching it on Toonami, on Cartoon Network, and telling my friends, like, oh, have you seen Sailor Moon? The show is so cool. And all my friends were guys. And they were like, no, that, that show's for girls. And I was like, oh, yeah, definitely. So lame. Had shamey friends. I, I stopped watching after that. That sucks. That sucks. I had a friend. Named Marlene. Shout out, Marlene. She had a pool. It was tight. She showed me Sailor Moon in third grade, and it rocked my world, and I was very obsessed since third grade. Do you want to talk about yourself a little bit, Tuna? Yeah, I I would like to talk about myself. So right. I, well, I would say Sabrina and I both live in Portland, Oregon, and I am an engineer by day and a musician by night in a band. Uh, my name is Sabrina. I'm an artist and tattooer, and we are queer, experiencing Sailor Moon together. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, just two queer people. So I am non-binary, leaning towards trans-masculine and queer, and my pronouns are they, them. And Sabrina, what are your pronouns? I go by she, her, and yes, this is not going to be queer theory for this Sailor Moon podcast, even though that would be awesome, it probably would be cool to eventually invite someone in to watch an episode with us and talk about that. I don't know, just throwing some ideas. No, out. I'm, just I'm not against it. You, if you know someone, please, please. <laughs> Are you picking up what I'm throwing down? I absolutely am. I, yeah. I always do, Hell Sabrina. Yes, fuck yes, you do. Yeah, we're just having a great time watching this, talking about it, just from. Just two queer two people's perspective, yeah. The sound quality on this will improve over time. We are just testing things out, seeing how we sound together, and then we'll invest in better microphones. But hey, you gotta show us that you like it. So We're just having fun. Yeah. Just having fun. We're just having fun. If you like it, we'll invest. Otherwise, this is for us to listen to and laugh about. Yep. And we're gonna keep doing it no matter what you say. <laughs> yeah. You but can't stop you us. You can't stop us. But also, if you have something mean to say... Just don't say it, please. Yeah. I'm sensitive. Yeah, there's a lot of... God, so far in the show, in the show, there's some mean people. So, you know, we don't need that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've learned a lot from Sailor Moon, and it's mostly about eliminating toxic people. Absolutely. And we will be talking about that. Definitely. Okay, so let's get into it. So it's called The Crybaby. Usagi's Beautiful Transformation. We start, like, the whole episode in her room... Her mom's like, get up, it's time for school. She's late, she's freaking out, and you can tell from the beginning that she's not, like, the perfect teenager, you would say. Yeah, well, maybe she's very typically your average teenager. Right, like, she's not exceptional in any way, and it seems to be very negatively affecting her life. Yeah. Is that a little too deep for the start? Yeah, she's, she's not the best student, and she's not good at time management. Yeah, absolutely not. There's time to learn those things. I eventually did, kind of. 
Yeah, she was very upset that she got in trouble for being late probably for the millionth time and said it's not her fault that everyone is on time and she isn't. Right. And, yeah, she gets in pretty big trouble when she does eventually get to school. Mm -hmm. But on the way to school, she runs into a bunch of kids who are attacking a cat. Kids are dicks. They are. They are dicks. Yeah, kids are dicks. That's definitely true. Yeah, I think that's universally true. Yeah. Yeah. Especially little boys. But, yes, little boys can be quite the little pricks. So... They're doing a, a mean, quote-unquote, mean prank where they're putting a Band-Aid on this cat's head, they're, which they're like, oh, my God, you're obviously hurt. Is that a bald spot? Yeah, let's put a Band-Aid on. But but then they proceed to torture the cat. More. I don't really understand. Yeah, it doesn't quite make sense, the logic. At first, you would think they're helping Luna. Right. Be like, oh, here's a Band-Aid. But maybe they were just helping her, but when she walked up, the cat was struggling because she didn't want her little moon no, covered. So maybe not. they weren't doing anything except putting the band-aids on. We don't actually know that. In defense of these little jerks, maybe that that's the only thing they were doing was putting on the band-aid and that's when she walked up. And of but course, were, Luna would be struggling. They were doing mean laughing. Yeah, but it might, it might look funny to put, a, <laughs> to put a band-aid on a cat. I've never done it, but like, you know, maybe there's times where it's warranted. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an expert. I would think if you put a band-aid on the animal, it's because you're trying to help it. I would think so too. Anyways, that's like <laughs> really minor to the plot. So she helps the cat. The cat's kind of doing crazy flips and shit. She ends up just going to school. Then she's late. The teacher's mad. She's she waiting outside. Yeah, she got like 30% on her test. Mm-hmm. That sucks. I know and that in feeling. Red. Oh my God. Yeah, there were checks and circles around things. It was intense. And that, that test comes up a lot. You know? It does, especially throughout this episode. Mm-hmm. She has to bring the test home. She fails again later in the episode, too. Her mom is very unhappy. So I feel for Usagi because I also am very bad at math. And my parents were also not the happiest with me until I got help and I got diagnosed with ADHD. I don't know if Usagi is ever going to be diagnosed with anything because maybe she has a learning disability, just like me. But I would like to point out, I, too, have ADD. Um, and I ended up being pretty terrible at math until I went to college where, and now I'm an engineer. So I do think that's amazing. It's an inspiring tale. It's a hard time. It is. So she's going through a hard time. She's yeah, failing. your body's changing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, she's going through all the motions. Um, but she's, she cries a lot in the episode. People seem to kind of beat down on her about crying, but we were saying she is just in touch with her feelings and everyone else is really impacted with how they process emotions, but Usagi just, she lets it out. Yeah, I think it's really important the way that she, you know, lets her emotions show. A lot of people are forced to hide it, but she's like, fuck you, this is how I'm feeling, and I want the whole world to know. Fuck you, I'm just gonna cry whenever I want over whatever I want. Yeah, and you know what? That's her fucking right. So I think it's interesting as I was watching this part with my partner, they were saying, I think she's a cancer astrologically and she is i think she is yeah she is she so is, she yeah. figured out through the traits that she was watching yep. who she was i i don't know anything Soggy about is emotional she's in touch with her emotions people tell her to regulate it sure maybe she has to learn how to regulate her emotions a little bit but she is not afraid to show them yeah and i think that's great a lot of people have trouble crying yeah not me do it all the time <laughs> Same. I also it's good for you it is definitely okay and she obviously is quite soothed after she cries yeah it really i mean that one time she was like Wah! and then she passed the fuck out so whatever gets you to sleep <laughs> yeah. at night i wish i could do that all right so basically after 
she's showing her mom her failed test and getting in trouble. I think her mom locks her outside the house for a little bit. And, well, and then she comes in and she's like, I'm exhausted and falls asleep. Right. But before that, when she's at school, she is talking to her, her, um, I want to say coworkers, her schoolmates about. <laughs> yeah, she was talking about the test and everything like that. And then there's that one guy. How do you say his name? Umino. 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 I like when you said umami. <laughs> I was just kidding. Um, no, stop. So he comes up. He's like, I got a fucking 95 on my test. So I had a question for you because I don't really watch anime. His eyes are like spirally. What's up with that? I think it was just a thing, especially in Sailor Moon um, when it came out in the 90s. It was just kind of a like an artistic choice for quote-unquote nerdy people with glasses. They had these like spirals in them. So it's not often. And we do, I feel like, see other people with glasses in the show, but they don't have the spirals in them. I think it's just because like Umino is supposed to be kind of like a weird Yeah, he's like the neck. Boy. Yeah, he's the neck beard of the show. I feel like you, you know, put a fedora on that. That's a little harsh. Really? Well, I don't know don't anything know. about him yeah, yet. Yeah, exactly. You don't know. I mean, I don't know. He did look nervous. I mean, he is kind of silly the whole show. But I, I'm not hating on him, him, but like he was kind of being a dick. He was like, oh, well, I am. And, yeah, I'm yeah. and when, you know, she does eventually go home, her mom is like, oh, he told me about the test and how he got a 95. Right. So he's kind of being a dick. Wait, I, I didn't catch it. I wonder if it was Umino or um, Usagi's brother. No, it was him. Who's also a prick. No. Was it? It was him, yeah. Dang. He called and Dang. talked about how he got a 95. Dang. And then she was like, so what did you get? And yeah, she didn't do great. We she get it. He did her dirty. Yeah. Called her house, bragged about the test score to her mom, and then was like, okay, bye. No, no, no. I'm talking about... Umino. Yeah. He's the one who caught... Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's messed up. That's... It, yeah, why would you, you even want to talk to her? Just want to talk to her mom. And yeah, that's all you got to say? You got to say? You can't just be like, oh, you're looking good today, ma'am. Or like, On oh... The phone? <laughs> he didn't call, I don't think. I think he just oh, saw he her. By. Yeah, or something. Did he a house call? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to rewatch it. You know... I mean, likes the older I'm, ladies. So far, I'm not a fan, is all I'm yeah. saying. He's, a little, he's being a little braggy. He's being, yeah. And oh, and Sailor Moon's brother. What a fucking little shit. He's a prick. Yeah. I think, it's, uh, spoiler alert, he's like a prick. Almost pretty much the whole time. So that's not quite shocking. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. He showed you his mean, colors like that. I mean, our brothers are better now, but dang. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I get it. I relate to Usagi. Yeah, yeah. No, Stephen, yeah, my brother was also a little bit of it. He would admit a little shit when he was growing up. He's listening to this like, what the fuck? Sorry, Stephen. <laughs> true, though. You can't act like it's not true. Oh okay, so. Um, but also we have a, um, a cut to the villains. And the music is awesome. I love the villain music. Oh, yeah, it's great. Spooky underground, melty stone dungeon palace Ooh, you want to you should start a band oh, you, yeah. those lyrics were great oh yeah it's super good <laughs> and the music was really cool so we see queen barrel and jedi uh his name was jedi. yeah jedi J- yeah jedi or jedi Je- okay but it is based off jade and same and queen barrel is also stuff yeah so i noticed that they're all like metallic-y things or like minerals from the earth which is really cool um, yeah, and this season, all the okay. big bad guys have names that are related to minerals. Oh, 
Well, there's a little spoiler for you guys. I also really fast learned because um, Naoko Takeuchi, um, the uh, artist of Sailor Moon, um, was working in minerals. Oh. Mineralogy. Mm -hmm. The study of minerals, yeah. Yeah. She was really inspired, so she named the villains after minerals and stones. Cool. That's a a little fun fact for y'all. I know. Snap a fact. A little extra um so and they're talking about energy well jedi before we move on jadeite excuse me jedi jedi fucking hot right he's he is like hot. got that twink energy yeah. i just i just want to top him you do i do yeah. i as soon as i saw him i was like mm, do those green eyes i know sexy. and like sexy. his hair moves all slow-mo mm-hmm. anyways he's a bad boy so what are they doing there sabrina they're trying to get human energy for their evil crystals because the crystal energy i guess just isn't good enough or i thought they couldn't get the crystals for some well, reason like they're they need to get it they're looking for the silver crystal um, silver millennium crystal which i don't want to spoil yeah you about. shut up sabrina <laughs> <laughs> um i don't want to spoil you so they're looking for that it's a very powerful source of energy i guess they're trying to power something up some some baddie stuff so they need human energy for their nefarious plans so they concoct a scheme of taking over sailor moon's best friend naru her mom owns a jewelry store and they're like oh foolish humans love jewelry so because we do we like shiny objects yeah i just bought a mood ring the other day but like a really classy one it is and i was transfixed yeah um, I mean, I love, I'm on a quest right now to fill all my fingers with big ass rings. So I get it. So you would have been I would a have victim been, to this crime. I would have been out. there. Absolutely. So they're having a sale at um, the jewelry store that Naru's mother owns. And well, we should also mention that that was mentioned when she was at school. Yes. Right. Yes. They, oh, they were getting excited about this big jewelry sale. Right. So they were going to go after school. So next time that there's a jewelry sale, just know that there might be. There's always a catch. Evil aliens trying to get your energy yeah under those stones or you know maybe there's like a bunch of tax there could be anything just be careful sure. yeah, that's all we're be, saying just yeah. be careful or it could be a scam i don't know yeah you never know if it's in a they're parking lot maybe question it yeah. you know yeah. this was not this was very legit it was in a real jewelry store yeah and the jewels look pretty dang sparkly remember that everyone the, was freaking out people were fighting over different jewels <laughs> they were people were getting quite upset um and then usagi and naru could not afford some of the jewelry yeah, so and she left. had already got in trouble. She's like, I'm going to be in trouble. There's no way my dad's going to give me money. I already spent my allowance. I can't do this. So she walks away sad and defeated, mm-hmm. and she stumbles across a poster for a video game for Sailor V. Mm-hmm. And yep. she's like, what? I wish I was that cool. So well, that's like the intro of any Sailor Scout in all of the show. Mm-hmm. The Sailor V. Um and I won't say who Sailor V is if you don't know. Yeah, don't tell me. I okay. don't. I don't. No. I don't know. I have a theory. But she is. She is beautiful. Is she not? She is beautiful. But She's you very know. Cool. But you know what? I thought it was Sailor Moon for first. I was like, how does this happen? Is she like? Does she just not remember that she goes out at night? I thought it was actually her, Sailor Moon. Who is Sailor? Is Sailor V? But she just like didn't remember because I can't remember anything. So she doesn't look at all like Sailor V. Well, I don't know. When she transforms, it's Sailor Moon. I know, but she transforms, so maybe she looks just different enough. I don't fucking know. I mean, the thing is, (laughs) 
they're figuring it out. I'm learning, but also it might seem like how come nobody though? recognizes them when they transform? Oh, this is the age-old anime question. Okay, got it. Anyone who has the same hairstyle as their superhero persona, you would really think. Right. You, Maybe no, you're right. similar, but it literally does not matter in Sailor Moon. They could just have their uniform on, and that's enough. Even though they're not hiding their faces or wearing a right. mask. Well, Sailor V is them. wearing a mask. She is, definitely. She was more cautious. And mask. Who is introed later? He also wears a mask. It's in his name. Yeah, it is. I, I mean, mean, if you didn't figure it out, I don't know how to help you. Tuxedo man. <gasps> tuxedo man. Tuxedo mask. Tuxedo mask. Okay, yeah. so all right, so she um, leaves the jewelry store. She's excited about Sailor V. That's our first taste of a Sailor Scout. We also get to meet that one asshole guy in front of the jewelry store. She throws her test. It lands on his head. He calls her Bunhead, Bunhead which I thought was That's quite insulting. Yeah, I mean, what the hell? Did they even know each other? You don't really know yet in the original 90s dub if anyone remembers he called her meatball head and this one he just says bun head which is cute and before it was but he says it in mean mean way it's he's not being nice and he thinks he's so cool but his glasses are like actually not very cool you'd think they're cool yeah but not in like the good way there were some cool 80s glasses but these ain't it okay i laughed because i I don't know. I don't. I can't remember what she says in the original OG one, but in this one, she's like, "Oh, mad." She's like, "Stupid jerk in your purple pants." Purple pleated pants. Purple pleated pants. <laughs> Which I don't remember. Very important for. part of this episode. Keep that in mind. That will come up later. I'm just kidding. Uh huh. She goes back to her house after this. Gets in trouble again with the test. I really feel for her. I did really bad. Yeah. In- Pretty much all of uh, elementary, middle, and high school with math. So I just really feel for her how seriously bad she is. I think to other people, they must, when they watch a show, be like, oh, wow, she's really bad. But to me, it's honestly very relatable. And I just feel her pain so much because I really was that bad. So Yeah, I get it. I was really, really bad at math growing up. That was the thing that held me back the most. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't for the kindness of some of my math teachers who taught um, students who are specifically really bad at math, I wouldn't have been able to like pass easily without those kind souls. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if Usagi has that. People are just mean. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm sure grades. you do know, and I don't. But it seems like she doesn't. Everyone seems to be, you know, pretty harsh on her. And I get it. Like, she could try harder, but maybe there's a reason she's sleepy all the time. Ever heard of depression? <laughs> yeah, seriously. And she cries all the time, and it makes people uncomfortable. Yeah, she get mad. Yeah, it's just like, why are you so mad? She's just expressing herself. Whatever. I mean, I get it. Sometimes when someone's whining, you're like, okay, we get it. But you know Mm. what? You have friends that are whining. We all have friends that are whining. We still hang out with them because they've got other redeeming qualities. And that's, so that's the thing. She gets upset, again, of course, because it sucks when your family's mad at you and punishes you um, and verbally berates you about your grades or anything in life. So she basically goes to her room and is just like, all right, peace, and just falls into the bed and takes a nap. Mm-hmm. And that's when Luna enters the window. Yes. And this is the, the first time we the hear... The band-aid yeah. makes her not be able to speak. So she yanks it off. Yeah. Yeah. So when Sailor Moon pulled off that... Oh, yeah. Sailor... Yeah. Usagi. Usagi. Excuse yeah. me. She's she's about to be. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Wow. So she, when she pulled the band-aid off, it caused Luna to regain her power. Yes. Um, that was important, important thing. I guess it needs moon power or something. Like I don't cool know. a ball spot. I wish 
my cat. I don't think it's a bald spot. It's like a crescent moon. I know. I never thought it was a bald spot. It's so gold. Like, what is she thinking? Okay, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't matter. Obviously, those little kids they can't see cool magic stuff, so they just think it's a bald spot when it's obviously a shining crescent moon. Yeah, beaming out on her forehead. And like, whoa! Can we just take a second to say? Luna's voice is like really hot. Oh my god! I'm just gonna say it. You know she's got a pretty good. She's got a pretty good voice in this. She's dub. like a hot femme mom. She is. In the first um, OG one, that English dub for Luna was so ridiculous sounding. It became very ingrained and classic. But I'm not gonna try to do it. But okay. if I, if you just want to look even look on YouTube. So this one is quite tame. She's yeah, Luna's I dig her like femme energy. Yes. She's she's got it. She's a powerful lady. Oh yeah. Little She's cat. a powerful little cat. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and she's great. I'm a big fan. What happens then? What does she tell her? Um basically Usagi just has a total mental breakdown and starts hallucinating and just now, this is all Sailor Moon. It's all a hallucination because she's just so sick of her family beating down on her about her grades. She's tired all the time and crying. Okay, that's actually not what happens. Don't. It's real magic. It is real happens. magic. Yeah. So her um, Luna tells her, you know, I've been looking for you. I don't know why it was so hard to find her. Like she does the same thing every day. But she's like, I've been looking for you. You are like the future. You are. Yeah. You need you, to save people. And yeah. And he's like, obviously, what the... I mean, this is insane that a cat is talking to me, but now what are we talking about? And at first, she doesn't believe it, right? No. She's like, no, I'm fucking dreaming. I was literally just taking a nap. This exactly. makes so much sense. Yeah. But she, so Luna gives her a brooch, and she And she's it. very excited, because she loves jewelry, mm-hmm. just like any person who loves a shiny thing. And she puts it on her um, uniform, her school uniform, and is not listening to Luna. Mm-hmm. But... Eventually she does because Luna starts yelling. Yes. It's the only way to get through to her sometimes, it seems. That's how my cat gets through to me when he when he okay. just screams at me and I go, okay, I'm really listening to Okay, him. yeah, that's a really good point. That is kind of how mm. most pets operate. Yes. Anyways, she gets, she tells her, you know, just say this phrase. And what was the phrase? Do you know it off the top of your head? Um, I should. Moon. Oh, yeah, duh. Prism. Yep. Power. Makeup. Makeup. Which I thought was interesting. Does that, is that the part that like make, puts the makeup on? Because she didn't look like she was wearing more makeup after. I think it just means. Like makeup make her whole body. Up. Oh. Make, yeah. You know. I, you make couldn't see up. this little hand movement I did, but that's obviously what explains it. Right. I think so too. So, wow. Okay. So this scene where she transitions. You keep saying <laughs> this. Transition. This is what you were saying earlier. You're like, we need to watch the part again where she transitions. And I was like, Tuna, I don't. I, don't think she I guess ever, you see what you want to see, I don't okay? Think she never transitions throughout Sailor Moon. Okay, so you, but wh- I would support. What that. is the word you use? Transform. Transforms into when she, Sailor Moon. Okay, yeah. she transforms. I think she could also transition if she wanted to. She can. Um, absolutely. Yeah. So she transforms into Sailor, Sailor Moon. Moon. The colors are incredible. It is amazing. It's really detailed. It's beautiful. And apparently, Sabrina told me you can see a little bit of her butt for a second. Not, yeah, at the end when she does this little skirt swish, you see just the tiny just like side of her. Right her That's the type of thing Sabrina notices. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to see it once you see I it. I didn't see I it. I can't ever unsee it now. Okay. Well, all, it's for all the sailors. I will be checking next time. I'm yeah, not going to lie to you. I do want to see. The butt 
Look for that little bit of butt. So the background is amazing. The colors in the show are so amazing. It's like psychedelic rainbow textures and the music's popping off. You know, yeah, when I was younger, my brother would tease me about watching this scene because it's like, oh, she's like, quote unquote, naked. But mm-hmm. obviously it's like rainbow stuff is going all over her body. Mm-hmm. So he'd be like, huh, she's naked. And I'm like, yeah, so what? Where I was obviously like very queer. So I was like, that's like, fine. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah. I, I too, I too enjoyed this scene as a young, as a young lad. And it's beautiful. It is just really beautiful. It's beautiful. And she is kind of naked. I can't say that. It wasn't like, ooh, she's at least also, a little intrigued. She's also 14. So you know what? I was 14 too, though. I was 14 too. I was 14 too. Uh, at the time no I was actually probably a little bit younger than that it doesn't matter she she ends up in the pose the Sailor Moon pose Mm -hmm. looking in the mirror and then she's like oh my god what the fuck she doesn't say that but but you know that's what she's what is happening yeah and then she starts hearing her friend down at the jewelry store whose mom Mm -hmm. runs the jewelry store that she's in danger and one part that we didn't mention a little bit earlier is that she we saw a scene where the mom who mm-hmm. owns the mm-hmm. jewelry store starts kind of attacking her daughter, and we find out that she is. Well, I guess we don't find out quite Taylor yet. Taylor can hear it in her her bun headpiece that Naru is screaming help. So she runs over to the jewelry store and sees this her creepy mom turning her head around one eighty degrees. Yeah. So it turns out she's a demon. Long story short, and she's basically like. I'm here to suck all this power from these Mm -hmm. people. There's a bunch of women still in the store. And Sailor Moon shows up and says a bunch of things that are pretty cool for someone who just found out they're like a superhero. Yeah, she's nailing it. Yeah, she is nailing it. She points, she poses really cool. And then this demon person Mm -hmm. whose neck has turned all the way around. Yeah, they're like a spooky mummy demon lady. Yeah, there's... eyes. Apparently her real mom is like locked up in the basement and Mm -hmm. she was going to kill both of them but she did a great job acting she did a great job we were saying that for a creature that can turn its head 100 what is it 180 degrees is it 180 or is it yeah yeah Yeah, 180 degrees she did a really good job of when people were talking to her when she was in human (laughs) form not twisting her entire neck that's like some real help you (laughs) a real method acting you know they had to really get into that because if you can turn your neck all the way around you're gonna do it instead of turning around god no your mom can just turn her head all the way around she's like yeah she went to She's been seeing a chiropractor. She's been seeing a chiropractor. She's been doing really well with her exercises at home. Yep. A fight scene ensues. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And very realistically, Sailor Moon is like, I am, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm and terrified. Crying. A lady, I mean, all the people in the store who are possessed are attacking her. And uh, hysterically enough, out of nowhere, this woman breaks a bottle, a glass bottle, and rushes at her. That was intense. That was some points. street fight shit. I don't know. Yeah, where did she get this bottle? Where did, did she, she get the bottle? she run outside, grab a bottle, and <laughs> smash it? To ch- that, that was really intense. That was very intense. Obviously, if I was on the moon, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, you did not say. That there was going to be people with bottles. And she did. <laughs> she got cut. And she was pretty upset about that. But mm. then she starts crying. And... This is when we see Tuxedo Mask appear for the first time. Yeah, his rose. His rose comes down. flying in, and he's like, you know. And I just remember when I was younger, I wanted to be Tuxedo Mask so bad. I thought mm-hmm. he was so hot. I was like, that's me. He's dapper. He's so dapper, but... He's literally in a tuxedo. But what he comes in and says is like, oh, he's pretty condescending. Like, you can't win by crying, which she does. She cries. She helps, yeah. She starts crying, and then it starts making these, like, kind of 
like echolocation. Yeah, like, like vibrations. Yeah. So everyone is like, ouchie, crying so loud. So obviously she was like, I'm in touch with my feelings and I'm going to cry and it's going to save the day. Yeah, by utilizing these traits of her, that's mm-hmm. what activates her power, which makes total sense power. because being yourself is the most powerful thing. And you know, I don't want to defend Tuxedo Mask because he kind of fucked up on that, but it was the first time he ever met her. Yeah, he so didn't he know. He was like, help. crying isn't going to help. But he could have been like, after, he could have been like, oh, maybe crying can't help. He's like, you, no, I'm I, sorry, I apologize. I, yeah. I jumped it in there. It was my bad to assume that the crying wouldn't help. I'm yeah, <laughs> I was gonna. She's like, I was literally gonna cry anyways. So yeah, I you showing up. She so the crying helps. Then she pulls off her tiara, which Luna tells her to do. Yeah, and she's like, Why would that help? Because she has no idea what's going on. So I, I'm glad she questions it instead of just doing it. Doing it right. It's very realistic. But like everyone's like, you know, they're kind of yelling at her. She literally found out like maybe ten minutes ago that she right? and so she's like, "What do I do with my tiara? How the fuck am I supposed to know what's gonna happen?" Like, I feel like that's a valid question. Mm-hmm. But well, she throws it. Yeah, and she throws it. She does a lot of festive movements she while does. she does it. She knows exactly what to do. And I guess it's you know because it's inside of her mm-hmm. and the brooch, and that defeats this demon. And we just cut to, like, her classmates being like, oh, my God, did you hear about the Sailor Moon person? And they're like, Asagi, wake up. And she's, like, sleeping because she didn't get any sleep because she was fighting baddies all day. Yeah, all they night, all, I mean, so. all the schoolgirls are like, hey, I had a dream last night that mm-hmm. Sailor V saved me. I think they thought it was Sailor V. Or maybe it was, I think they no, they said Sailor Moon. They might have said Sailor Moon. But also, how would they know that? Because she was like, I'm oh, Sailor Moon. <laughs> oh, like, like, oh, yeah, the <laughs> room was there. Saw it, what happened. That's right. I'm like, did they, how did Asagi do, like, know about this no. yeah they no, were all there because they were they were the ones that who were actually attacked her yeah Nar- oh yeah yeah Nara's like this happened to me I saw Sailor Moon blah 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 so then we just end the episode there so what were your thoughts on this episode Tina um, what did you take away from so that? this is what I learned now that we've gone over it I can think clearly that what ended up being the most powerful thing was that she be herself so even though someone like somebody told her don't cry it's not going to help by doing that, that was the most powerful thing, and it turned the whole game around. It totally did. Yeah. So it is important to be in touch with your feelings because it might save you. Yeah, it w- absolutely will save you. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and tell you, being in touch with your feelings is, it, sometimes it can be really hard, but it's really good for you, and that makes you a stronger person. Absolutely. You can be a hero just by being yourself. Yeah. Wow. Damn, I just came up with that. <laughs> Okay, Sabrina. <laughs> well, I'm glad you liked the episode. It was really fun to watch it, especially in the new dub. It made me excited to watch more. Do, uh, are you curious about anything? Do you have any questions? I mean, I'm so excited to watch more, like just watching that, especially when you like pointed out to me how beautiful the scene where she transformed yes. was. Yes. I really kind of like honed back in on all the colors, and also all the messaging of it. I didn't really pick up on that as much, but I did pick up that it was eventually going to get gay. I don't know how I knew that, because I don't even think well, I was you watching. Must have, oh, did you not see? I did not see. the. I remember being really young and writing a fanfic. I didn't even know what fanfic was, about the yeah, sailors. That a sexy story. No, it wasn't, it wasn't sexy, but, but it was... Um, I didn't know about the... Eventually, the rest of the planets come in, right? Mm-hmm. I do know that. But I didn't know, because I know some of them were pretty fucking gay. So I didn't know that. I had written a little fanfic where there were these other planets and they were the gay ones. So my my mind went straight there. That's amazing. And you hadn't even seen it? I hadn't even seen it. Holy shit. I just wanted it to be true so bad because I connected so much to the the show. 
So I was like, I just want Absolutely. to see Absolutely. Yeah, because the original manga, too, is very gay. Very Do you gay. have it? Um, I think I only have the first manga i used to have all of them but i do have um some so some of them including the very first one so okay i'll show you that after yeah i would love to yeah i think this was a great first episode yeah one thing i would say is that the audio quality probably isn't amazing right now but if y'all like what we're doing we'll invest in some better microphones but just figure out if you can stand us first and then let us know like and subscribe and all those things that people say. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget I don't to like know what too, but no, and like the Apple Play Store and stuff like that. Oh, you wherever know. you do, you know. the Apple Play Store specifically. Um, we don't have any social media set up yet because we don't know if we um, are going to keep doing it. So if you mm-hmm. like it, we'll keep going. We're going to make a few and then release them, and you know, let us know what you I'm think. I'm happy to just watch Sailor Moon with you whenever it comes of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to stop. Time. I'm happy to just go on this adventure with you. I'm actually watching Sailor Moon again now, but in season four, so it's nice to uh, go all the way to the beginning with a, a friend. Yeah, I'm. this friend. is all new to me. It feels great to, to be led there by someone who is seasoned in mm-hmm. this. So, yeah, I can't wait to continue. So I guess we'll see you next time when we watch the next episode, which I don't know the name of. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out when we get there. Okay, bye. 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 Bye.